and welcome back. Welcome back. All right. <laughs> um, it's uh, still the three of us here. Um, Devin, Devin yep. Tim, and Matt talking to SX. No time has passed. <laughs> it's been mere seconds since we left yeah. you last week. Mm-hmm. Last four. I'm sure it's felt like the same to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's, because uh, we, we talked about a bunch of the, like, we talked about how it's all about, you know, conspiracy theories last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of mentioned a couple specific things, but we didn't really talk, like, give an overview of what, <laughs> of what the actual, like, game, like, plot and what you're doing is. Um, so. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for me to, like, recite it all. Right. Uh, we don't have to go through I everything, just, but, like. Yeah. I would say, like, the, the kind of setup for the game is you're JC, <laughs> the, this, like, uh, cybernetically enhanced, uh, like, secret agent kind of guy for mm-hmm. uh in the near future like was it 2050 or something like that 2053 i think yeah hmm. uh, 2052 <laughs> okay good thing we got that right i'm, on, I'm just i'm just on the <laughs> wiki yeah um i'm just gonna read it as you <laughs> say it in the uh like anti they're anti-terrorist right unatco the united nations yeah, anti-terrorist yeah. coalition yeah so you're an agent for them. You're you're a new um, like experimental prototype where instead of having like uh, like grafted on like cybernetic enhancements, I guess you have you have like nanobots in your blood or whatever, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the game opens with a terrorist attack on the Statue of Liberty. Um, yep. Can I also yeah. can I also say that I think my single well, I guess I thought this before watching the end, but probably one of my favorite parts of the entire game mm-hmm. is the opening shot. When the second you get control of JC, it just starts on this view of the New York skyline mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. like. Is it like with the broken Statue of Liberty, which is yeah. just like it's an iconic. Per, it's opening it's level. a perfect yeah. shot. Absolutely, <laughs> it's awesome. It, it's like in one shot they're setting up the whole setting of the game too. Of yeah. like, this is a fucked up also, version of America. Mm-hmm. Also, here's a conspiracy theory, kind of about deus ex <laughs> is that okay. so this game we didn't i think we forgot to say this but this game com- comes out in 2000 the yep. obviously it takes place in 2052 and mm-hmm. also uh in the new york skyline the twin towers are gone oh, oh i did not wow. realize that and so they so they said is that like, because yeah like are they in because the skyline isn't the entire skyline it's just what was possible to render Right, so they say so like, it's not there because they like didn't have enough memory to render it. But the in <laughs> like the story, right. like the in story re- reason for that is because they were destroyed by a terrorist attack. Wow. <laughs> I, so there's a conspiracy me, theory for you. I mean, because I wasn't. Knew. Uh, my I wasn't creating memories at that point yet. I I don't know, <laughs> but there might. I feel like I would believe if that was like a. Uh, a common theory that that would happen one day. Like, <laughs> I feel no, like there's. I'm sure a lot of. Pe- I'm sure some people were like, "Yeah, it's a big lo- landmark." Yeah, uh, and tensions were rising and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's yeah, not. It's not. It's not like the most out of nowhere thing they could have written for that. No, That's for sure, for sure. Yeah. But especially because like you're, like you're it literally dealing crazy, with though. like terrorists. <laughs> That's like. Yeah. That's yeah. like kind of the plot of the game. 
or at least right. the beginning of yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, there's been an outbreak of a virus called the Grey Death. Yes. And there's no cure, or at least that's what most people there think. There is a cure, but it's not uh, <laughs> yeah. public knowledge. Yeah, most people don't know there's a hmm. cure, and it's only being given to, like, the elites, like, politicians people and, like, can stuff it. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the the beginning of the game is a terrorist attack on Liberty Island where the terrorists are trying to get the ambrosia, the, like, cure to the Great Death. Well, isn't that the ambrosia is the vaccine, right? Ambrosia is the cure. Ambrosia yes. is the cure. The vaccine's a different thing. Yeah. Oh. It just like I thought, I thought, cures your symptoms or something. I think is what the ambrosia does. Because well, it says oh. here it's it's just a vaccine. Uh, oh, is it? It's just not the only vaccine that is discussed. The one there's one that's later in the game. So what is the difference? That's the whole the point two? at the. <laughs> I think at the just end just of the made game, by different people. they're making the cure. Yeah, like that's what they do at the end is they yeah. finally make the cure because ambrosia yeah. was just the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So the 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 oh, okay. this terrorist attack is from the National Secessionist Forces yeah. who claim that the cure is being blocked by secret organizations. Mm-hmm. And like, so they are breaking <laughs> into the sta- they're just like they attack the Statue of Liberty so that they, they can get access to the cure because it was in there. Yeah. And like the back part of the backdrop of the game is like the whole United States is in like civil war essentially. <laughs> yeah. Where like the NSF are like have like taken over like whole like states and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Which like this is why like all and you learn all of this stuff essentially like in like the first level <laughs> or first couple maybe. Yeah. It's kind of an info dump. Yeah. The opening the opening yeah. cutscene is like sixty seconds, but there's so much, uh, <laughs> yeah, told. Yeah. Um, well, and that especially so. just like comes out of nowhere. But then, like yeah. you find, you like find these uh, like news stations where you can read like news mm-hmm. paper or like bulletins or something like that, and like yeah, mm-hmm. they they straight up like info dump like, and I, <laughs> like I didn't obviously like the NSF sticks out because you know them by this point in the first mission, but like I, I went, cause I screenshotted all of them at the beginning. I went back and looked at my old screenshots and it has the triads and it has silhouette. And it's like, those guys don't show up until like 10 hours or 15 hours later. So it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of crazy that all of that's, they're all just explained like in the first like hour of the game. <laughs> if you read yeah. it, like you'd also the, don't have the to lore stations. Yeah. But yeah. like, that was like my favorite part of the game at the beginning was like, like all of this like world building seems like really well thought out and interesting yeah it was all Mm. uh like it all took like each tidbit took each other yeah they all took each other into account they all like build upon each other yeah 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 that's the yeah it's great yeah and especially because and and at the very beginning of the game yeah the nsf guy tells you that like the Illuminati is real and they're blocking the vaccine. And JC's like, Psh, not a chance. <laughs> but, you know, by the end of the game, so much has changed uh-huh. and so well, much also, has built up. Like that first like 60 second cutscene or whatever with, with Walton yeah. Simmons and it's Walton Simmons and Bob Page talking. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think what's interesting about that is like you have you have no context for what they're talking about. It's like kind of, exactly. it's like pretty confusing, yeah. but like it's enough 
for you to know like okay some like there's more going on here than right. like what it seems yeah. so like immediately from the beginning i was like well like you're going after the nsf but like i was already like i don't know that like <laughs> well a like ideologically already i'm already the, like on their the, side because they're, yeah, you're, <laughs> they're trying yeah. to get the cure to like normal people but it gives yeah. you uh, uh it makes you sympathetic mm-hmm. to them yeah pretty quickly yeah uh and jc is just the <laughs> like he has zero like despite the fact that the game's about player agency jc the character has no agency he's just kind of going along he's just following his path and just letting everyone around him drag him to from point a to point b just that is true it's <laughs> kind of that, that's how that's how it felt to me anyway yeah. he was just like all right he was just going along with whatever anyone said yeah there are, uh, there are like points of. I actually don't know what happens. Well, I, there are there are like certain points where you can make a decision that like actually affects right. things. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't actually like. There, it's not a branching narrative. Um, yeah, you're still gonna go to all the same places and have the same objectives. Yeah. Uh, the biggest decision you make is like the ending, pretty much. Right. But it does feel like like I didn't know that for sure when i was playing especially like the Mm -hmm. the first like half and so it does feel like you it could be a wildly branching thing (laughs) like there are moments where right it's like i wonder if like you could have just not done this or like Mm -hmm. somehow gotten through this then but of course like it 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 does like it pushes you back to like the story but it is right. interesting in that way of like if you on your first playthrough especially like it's it feels more expansive than it is kind of like what we were talking about with the level design yeah mm-hmm. it gives you an impression yeah yeah uh, mm. which is than, cool yeah yeah it's 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 i think it's hugely important that games do that for you mm-hmm. uh as a way to kind of explain away anything mechanically that might be missing. Yeah. Well, and so he, you, uh, Warren Spector, like, wrote this, like, essay in 19... I, I want to say 1999 about, mm-hmm. like, the future of, like... Or, like, where RPGs should, like, go in the future. And, yeah. like, he talked about... Like, he was obviously making Deus Ex at the time, but he... Sure. Uh, like one of the things he talks about is like branching narrative versus like non-branching narrative, I guess, like linear narrative, and like yeah. the trade-off, or like the th- like the trade-off being like most of the time when you have a branching narrative, it it has to like eventually funnel back to the same ending anyway. Right. So like mm. it's also kind of an illusion of choice, like. <laughs> like you you can't actually make like a an incredibly like divergent thing or it would be like impossible it'd be like impossible to make you would be making wise. you you would be making multiple yeah. games yeah. at once essentially yeah uh that kind of connect and and yeah that's the biggest kind of probably point of friction with making a role-playing video game as opposed to uh something more traditional is that mm-hmm. you don't really you have a certain you you have limited resources to yeah. contribute to to one project 
So it is ironic, though, that video game is the one medium where you could make a genuine choose your own adventure type thing, mm-hmm. where like literally, mm-hmm. like a story could end in completely different places. Yeah, and yet it's it's prohibitively expensive to do so. <laughs> yeah, and, nature, it, and at the end of the of day, shame. at the end of the day, the difference between like traditional role playing and video game role playing is that it has to be made in advance mm-hmm. at least a little yeah. bit it, yeah. it has to be constructed you can't there's not really any sort of mm-hmm. at least right now any sort of technological uh uh allowance for you to improvise yeah, yeah. there has to be something written for for everything didn't it, isn't that though how mass effect works where like don't isn't that kind of like truly a branching narrative where things can end up in different places depending on what you do? I think I think it's like a web kind of structure. I'm not sure. I haven't played them. That's and like I, the, I don't know if I will. I'm not sure. Yeah. So like, I think there's there's a lot of games, like <laughs> especially of like the last like ten fifteen years that are like mm-hmm. trying that are, have been like chasing that. I feel like. Like yeah. making a truly mm-hmm. like, like this this time it's truly like, like mm-hmm. you make the choices and you'll have like a completely different experience or whatever. One of the, like the biggest, like the big criticism of of Mass Effect Three, which was like the the last, like the ending of the trilogy, was that like, mm-hmm. oh, at the end, like ultimately all the other decisions you made didn't really matter. Like, yeah, it was just the same uh, ending. Like, so. <laughs> I think I think, Mass Effect I think was on a micro scale a... that exists and in like a lot of games, yeah. but not in a sense of like oh like you just went on like a completely different like path than this other guy. It's yeah. like they ultimately, especially in like authored role playing games, where like they're trying to tell a story, like yeah, they they want to bring you back to the story that they're trying to tell. <laughs> ultimately, so yeah. yeah. The less uh, structure you put into it, the less the story will be about something, mm-hmm. and the more it's just about you doing stuff. Yeah, and, like just yeah. At that uh, point, it's more like like an Elder Scrolls game or something, where it's like the story yeah. is like, oh, like I like they like there is a main story, but also it's like more so it's like your story is like I went and did like these set of quests, and then I stopped playing, and that was like yeah. my yeah. story. But it's not like a. You don't. Also, it's not really like a cohesive, unless you can like string it together in your head. Yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah, a little, a, a bunch of it is done th- through your imagination. It's yeah. it's it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's a good way to put it. It's like a story. It's like a role playing sandbox where mm-hmm. everything is there, and you just kind of pick and choose. Yeah. What you're wanting mm-hmm. to do, and you make the connections in your head, like what drew your character to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was going to say is Mass Effect, uh, kind of the way in which everything branches is purely through dialogue because the entire game takes place on a spaceship as far as I know. So in terms of location and building that sort of stuff, uh, there's not extra resources being spent. Right, I could be completely no. wrong. Maybe it does. Yeah, take there's, place there's a on... well, like they're they're kind of different. Like Mass Effect One is like kind of insane in that like there's like a billion planets, but most of them don't have anything okay. on them. And then yeah. but then there are like you know six or whatever that are like big. There's <laughs> like the big levels I've seen and of stuff. It. 
but yeah yeah no i mean it's more it's it's like it's like a role-playing game uh you know in the sense of a lot of like other role-playing games in terms of like the choices i think one of the things that makes it has made it like that hasn't really been replicated is like you know like you can have choices where like a main like character can die and then like mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. game and then they're just not there for two and three like yeah. and stuff like there's stuff like that or like yeah there's a know. couple of big choices where it's like this will like definitely affect like you know this relationship or whatever for the next games but then again mm-hmm. ultimately like I think that experience is still like really cool, but it's like, yeah, because I never played three, but that was the like criticism with three is like it all just goes back to like one ending essentially. I don't know why I tried to talk like I really don't know anything about it. I don't know why I assumed <laughs> it all takes place on spaceship. I guess because all this footage I've seen in my head, it's just like Star Trek where you're just having conversations. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've ever stuff. seen too, actually. Yeah. Um, seen like one or two clips of people shooting, but I don't know how much yeah. that actually happens. It's yeah, I mean, there's a lot of conversations. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've, sure. I haven't been convinced to to play it yet. So, would you say that it's good? I think it's for me. It's going to depend on if the writing quality is like engaging. Well, like, yeah, if I won't, I think the writing. Actually, I think like, the writing is good. I mean, I I I I played to like. In high school, so I, <laughs> my oh, memory is okay. not like at super sharp <laughs> in terms of what it was I, like. Well, but I, I mean, I really liked well, it. So, yeah, I have the uh, PlayStation Plus subscription, and at one point that was a, a game that you could download. Uh-huh. So it's in my library, the trilogy. Mm. Yeah, the um, remaster. So I could play it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just haven't been convinced. It just looks. Uh, I don't know. I feel it, like it you would like, like it. It's gonna grip me. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you would like it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's like the obviously the opening of the game and then it begins to like yeah. un unravel <laughs> your like understanding of the world or whatever as all I was all yeah, these conspiracies going on at once be, like end up being true, right? <laughs> is essentially the kind of the thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, Yunatko is actually being like controlled by this like elite it's, it's a puppet organization a different organization yeah, called majestic 12 and they're like the the main villains of the game mm-hmm. uh but like i want to say that happens in like the third or fourth level yeah i think it's at the end of the third yeah. level which it's not it it's pretty remarkable like depending it depends on how long you mm-hmm. take but for mm-hmm. me at least it was like five hours four hours yeah. something into my playthrough where it was like Whoa! This is a pretty big change to happen that I, at least I, I did yeah. not see coming at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ev- everything you've taken for granted is no longer true. Clearly, Devin figured it out in the opening <laughs> cutscene. <but laughs> well, like I, I like, I like. I think my experience was like I wanted to join the NSF from the beginning. I was just like waiting for yeah. that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, I that was also one of my favorite parts of the game because I don't know what you guys did, but like the. That mission is like you're trying to kidnap or like arrest, I guess, like the leader of the NSF. And mm-hmm. you're so you're like sneaking in and you eventually like get to 
you basically like get up to him and then like your brother calls and is like yo the nsf are actually cool like i joined them <laughs> like you don't have to do this yeah. like and then like uh you get in there and one of the other like uh unatco agents uh navare what is her first name anna navare yeah anna? she's anna like navare. we just have to kill this guy like he's too dangerous like we just got to kill him we're not going to arrest him and then you're you're or jc is like well that's not like what we do like we're not supposed to kill people <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it just like gives you control and it's like if basically yeah. it's like if you don't like she's gonna kill him is my understanding like or this was i don't actually know what happens because but like because i like decided to kill her um but i don't know what you guys did did you guys also like shoot her um do you remember this <laughs> i don't remember this character yeah i think i just killed her <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty... It seemed like yeah, the easiest way to deal thing. with it. It's, like, she's uh, pretty hard to kill, especially because, like, you don't really have any... You don't have many good weapons, I feel like, at that point. Mm. But, yeah, I I, don't I thought that was I really did. cool. Because <laughs> it was like... I was like, what... That's one of those moments where it's like, I feel like this could be a branching point. Even though it isn't yeah, really. Yeah, it looks like it is. I mean, you do go... Like, yeah. the next mission is the same no matter what, but... Yeah. Uh, it 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 affects who's alive exactly. for the rest right. of the game. Yeah, yeah, and then a similar thing. I think a similar thing happens. I was just gonna with, say I think Paul died in this one when I was playing it. Oh yeah, Paul died for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like I didn't know you could mm-hmm. save him. That was one of the things where like I I was looking, I was like watching YouTube videos of like the endings yeah. and stuff later, <laughs> the endings I didn't see, and like Paul was alive, and I was like, what the fuck, like. <laughs> Yeah. And then there was like comments below that were also like, I didn't know you could save him. <laughs> That's what's so cool about it. Yeah, is cause it's it already, really cool. It, 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 it uh, gives you an insight into a, a, a second playthrough, like what could be different. Yeah. You get to wonder yeah, how much you can affect. And it, it's like, you really have yeah. to like, cause what happens is you meet up with him in his apartment and he's like, I need you to go to Hong Kong and like do the like meet up with like mm-hmm. Tracer Tong. Yeah. And and then mm-hmm. like the NSF or the UNATCO show up and he's like for some reason he's like disabled or something like like he can't like run or something like that. I forget why, but he's, he's like just hurt. Yeah. yeah, he's just like you got to go like like you can't save me. Like just leave me behind. And like you can just not like you can just try and fight. And like it's yeah. 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 But it's like really hard. Yeah, in the playthrough that I watched, <laughs> yeah. it's just the the person playing just ignores him essentially and starts fighting and then he got out with Paul. Yeah. So I didn't actually I I didn't think that he'd be dead for you guys. That's shocking. Yeah, no, I like yeah. cuz he cuz like has, the enemies that come are like, like lines. are like these like big like cyborg yeah. guys that are like later in the game like you can kill those guys pretty easily, but like at that point in the game, mm. those guys are like they can kill you so fast. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I was I was definitely very scared of them, so I just ran. Hmm. It was it was uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Transfixing. Mm-hmm. Uh, every choice I made didn't feel like I was making a choice. It felt like the game was just leading me there, right? No matter which one it was, right? Uh, 
even though it is a choice. Yeah. No, I like right. that too, where yeah. it's like most games would be like, here's a choice. Like, right. we're going to tell exactly. you, like, here's A, here's B. It just B. presents the situation to you yeah. and then gives you control. Yeah, exactly. And so you just get to decide what you think the right decision is, which mm-hmm. is what role playing really is. It's just you're deciding. Yeah, like in the moment. Yeah. Of your own accord. Yeah. Yeah, then you then you go to Hong Kong. There's a bunch of stuff there. <laughs> the plot's so hard to like actually say out loud. So like, I guess the the uh, big thing that happens so there little is threads. you find out that's where they're making the the Great Death. Like they're manufacturing it in mm, in lab yes. or like in a lab there or whatever. Um, and so you go in there and you destroy. After like being there for like five hours, <laughs> like of like. <laughs> mm-hmm doing weird stuff with like the triad gangs and all this weird stuff like then you go yeah. in and finally destroy the the machine that's making the disease um right. and that's kind of the end of hong kong i i think um yeah and then you're mm-hmm. it seems like it just took so long though hong kong took yeah so much it's like it's crazy because you cause look that's, at that's all that happened yeah you, did just you look it. at the list of levels and it's like it's just one level but it's like right. but it's, it's pretty so long, long. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. um, there's like at least like five or six maps in it. I want to say there's like yeah. half of the I there's one half of the city, so. then there's another half, then there's like the upper part of the Versa Life building, the lower half. There's like inside that one lady's there's like apartment, the Market Street, the club, the, uh, the yeah, there's the club the place too. where Tracer Tong is, yeah, yeah. like the compound yes. thing. So there's even more, and then Versa Life up and down, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Versa Life building was the hardest part for me. I think I think I had to retry several times, like from the beginning of the building. Wow. Okay. I don't remember it being that uh, hard because but... there were a lot of there were a lot of the the robot dudes. I think I had just gotten the sword, mm-hmm. uh, and I like wasn't using it for everything yet. I don't remember. Uh, I played a long a long time when I picked it up like a few weeks ago. I was at Vandenberg, so. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few months since I did this. <laughs> yeah, that no, was same for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then your goal kind of becomes because you find you figure out that the the disease has like something in its like DNA leads them it has to a believe. Kill switch. Well, it leads them to believe that the Illuminati were involved. Oh, okay. And so that's mm. why. Tracer Tong tells you to like start looking for the Illuminati, and mm-hmm. so then there's like a bunch of levels where you're looking for, <laughs> looking for them. Eventually, you go to Paris. Paris. Yeah, I think this one was my favorite. Really? Yeah, the Paris and then the Knights Templar Cathedral. Okay. Yeah. You want to like talk about it? Uh, I um. I can't speak to it further than <laughs> I just remember the gameplay being super engaging. Like I just I I I finally had like all of my augmentations filled up, I think, almost. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was missing one or two slots. Uh and I had the dragon's tooth sword, so I was just one shotting everything. And then I had the Gep Rocket. So uh I started feeling really confident in a- in being able to 
traverse areas with uh, very little difficulty. Mm. And also the sewers where you were rescuing people, I thought that was actually really great. Like, I really liked the maze aspect There was of a it. couple of sections I truly hated. <laughs> like, yeah. there's, there's, there's a room where you, you have to get through where it's, like, heavily, like, ir- irradiated, toxic. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, going into that, had, like, pretty low health. And, like, yeah. I literally couldn't run from one side of the room to the other. Like, mm-hmm. I had my hazmat suit on and, like, the, um, like, the augmentation that gives you more, like, resistance to radiation. Yeah. And I still, like, couldn't get across the room. <laughs> and I was, like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. And then... I will say one thing yeah. that made... Uh, uh, I don't remember if I got it before this, but easily the e- the best augmentation that I used for the whole thing was uh, the health regenerator. So anytime yeah, I would I go into a that. hard area... <laughs> yeah, so there's one that just lets you regain health by using energy. Yeah, so I think for good. that section, <laughs> I just turned that on and I turned the toxic resistance on and then the recirculator so it took less energy. And then I just fuck sped through. Yeah, I think what I had uh, to do... Well, so like I eventually found... And I think that's why I felt so powerful in that level is because I <laughs> yeah. had... I was pretty much able to just not die. Yeah. I eventually found like a little <laughs> like like air duct or whatever that you could get into. Mm-hmm. And like I was able to like get into that with like one health left or something, like some really <laughs> tiny amount left. And then that let me yeah. like get to another spot. And so like there was another way to get through it. But yeah, there's just a there was a couple mm-hmm. of parts like that where it was like I think it's on the one hand it's flexible in that way. Where it's like, there's always another way to get through it. But on the other hand, like yeah. like Tim was saying, like you can get into situations where like you just don't have energy or you don't have health, and it's like that's the, you're just kind of fucked. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the um, where the the strategy of it comes in is because there's a lot. I mean, all of your resources are extremely limited. Yeah, and it's all about like just planning up until the point where you need items. So that's part. So that's like, I think, I guess why Paris was so positive an experience for me is because I had finally reached the point where the, the, the powers of my augmentations exceeded the like the need for items. So I was relying more on my own powers than the Mm -hmm. only items I really was worrying about or, or were the energy cells Mm -hmm. in my weapons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it ever. So that might, yeah, yeah. I think it's probably, yeah. It seems like you you found like a, a system that worked really well. I think it's probably very dependent on yeah. like which augmentations you're able to get or you pick. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I definitely feel like in a modern version of this, they would just give you like recharging health for free. <laughs> like I don't well, think that would uh, be. To, I, I mean, I would agree with that. We haven't brought this up yet, but this is a series, and yeah. there are later games. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the most popular one, Human Revolution, mm-hmm. uh, uh, did have regenerating health, and okay. it just eliminated all all the challenge from the game. It was just not even engaging. I think did it's. Did you play n- that one? No, I watched. I've seen a lot of videos about it, uh, and I've okay. watched gameplay, and it's a lot of people really like it though. Like, I've, like all, the, I know, but that's it's 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 divisive because it was yeah. the it was when it had moved over to console yeah primarily it's like 2000 um, so like there were a lot or something right it was 2011 
Oh, really? Um, and oh, wow. the, and there was a lot of it was the, it was the time when immersive sims had completely been like not really <laughs> a popular thing in the market at the yeah. time. They and, never really were, is uh, Yeah, but but they but there weren't yeah any being made at the time, and there were a lot of simplifications that were made to the systems of Deus Ex to uh, make it more tolerable to people who weren't as uh, familiar with role-playing games, I think. And, like, so that was one of the things, is your health and your energy just regenerate infinitely, which made the challenge of it completely gone. And, on the other hand, the augmentations, instead of getting the item with the augmentation in it, and you having to make a choice about which one you wanted, you would just be collecting points, and you would have to buy them from a menu. Right, right. So mm. by the end of the game, you had all the same. All you had everything. So there wasn't the variety okay. of character yeah. builds that you, uh, you would have in the previous games. Okay, yeah. So and those to that's to, to both of those elements to me are what make it a lesser game is be- because it's just. Yeah, we didn't say that, but that's uh, that is not as compelling. One of the like main things about the the upgrade system is like it is very. Con- constrictive in terms of with the augmentations yeah you have like six or seven slots and each of those can have one Um, of two augmentations and if you pick one you can't get the other one so like yeah your your character can only get up to half the yeah you're guaranteed to like yeah not be able to do everything and not like to probably have a different setup than someone else that's playing yeah and I think that is key to why the play, the gameplay is so engaging because you always are aware that you could be doing it a different way. Um, and with role-playing games specifically in the latter half of most RPGs, I think that's something that you need to shoot for because uh, you get a sense that you really built your character out of different small decisions over time. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the game, the the balance, I feel like would be completely off if you could just have everything. Yeah, uh, like the whole game would have to be designed differently. Yeah, I guess that that's not. I don't know. I don't. I guess every, anything's possible to make a good game, but well, it is. I mean, it is it like feels, a preference I feel like it's what would work choice, here. but like yeah, that's also one of like the criticisms of like Skyrim. Is like exactly you can just like do like everything and like your character can like be the like the top wizard in the world and like the head of the like and (laughs) like the head of the like warrior guild and like the master like assassin guy like you can just be all of Mm -hmm. those things like you don't have to choose yeah like you don't have to like make like an actual like differentiated character (laughs) in any way yeah yeah yeah, in my opinion that at that point you're not really role-playing you're just yeah it's completionism right uh it feels very different. I think the, um, as the easiest point of comparison for me, the Souls games do that well mm-hmm. because once you level into something, unless you have something, an item where you can respec, you're locked into a certain tool set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was also thinking of Souls you, games when you were talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was as well. That's, the, that's pretty much the... the <laughs> Well, you always the are the thing so. I love the most about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but I think that's all, that's that's my favorite part of RPGs is because you 
you can see very quickly like how so many different possibilities can play out uh, while just looking at the one that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's very valuable for, for a work like this. It, it encourages a lot of, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel like, um, comparing it to yeah. the last game we played, which was system shock two, which is going, mm-hmm. it's going for a very similar mm-hmm. thing. I feel like in yes. terms of like, mm-hmm. there's like the kind of, there's kind of like the three roots of like, ha- like ha- a lot of hacking and mm-hmm. then like, there's like the different weapon types. And then there's like the psi powers and stuff. I but I feel like yeah. Deus Ex does it a lot better in the sense of like the levels are just they're they're clearly designed to let you move like get through them in different ways. Whereas I never yeah. got that feeling from System Shock Two. Yeah. Where it was just like I yeah, will System s- Shock Two would have just little things yeah. that could be like a picked up if you have the psi powers little right. tiny routes that can be yeah. taken but for the most part it's not really that yeah it's it it like it, this it'd yeah. be like this area is like a little that. easier if you did this way but it's like you yeah. still have to do it if right. you didn't do that it'll just be hard <laughs> so it's yeah. like get, yeah. get ready yeah <laughs> i just yeah. i i will say after finishing deus ex i picked it up again so i'm actually getting through it now um system shock 2 yeah ss2 oh. oh, yeah. okay nice um and i agree it's i mean part of it's the the level design hat uh can't help but be restrictive because it's a space station and it's all corridors. So yeah, you're going to have to be making the same paths no matter what you do. It's just your options for dealing with enemies are what, where the variation lies. Mm -hmm. Um, but the most challenging part of it for me absolutely is item management. Like if, if you thought that, Items were scarce in Deus Ex. It's so much more dire in SS2 for me, at least. <laughs> I've had to like just adjust. Oh, to ammo is being like okay. really scarce. Yeah, and yeah. the fucking weapon degradation is absurd. <laughs> you yeah. shoot two bullets and it goes down a rating. It's terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. and um, I just had to adjust to being okay with never having full health. Well, I think you just have to like be okay with being low a lot of (laughs) the time. And one of the things we talked about is like Um, you have to get used to like they don't really want you to fight all the enemies. I think is kind of what I thought, or like what the conclusion I came to was like because especially like that game just has like infinitely respawning enemies in certain places where it's like yeah, yeah. if you keep fighting them, like yeah, you're just gonna drain your resources and that's it. Like you're not gonna get anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, every time every time I get in an encounter where I defeat a lot of enemies, like. All I can think about is like, I might have needed those bullets for something else mm-hmm. that's a lot harder. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that doing hacking and, uh, you know, regenerating and all every sort of thing costs your currency is incredibly difficult because hacking is so hard in the beginning. And I still don't really understand the mini game. And it costs five nanites for every single attempt. And. I had to get used to just like quick loading every time. <laughs> oh, that's before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, I would that's say that's the only like, way I'm able to subvert it. I think Tim and I both came to this conclusion. Like, I would recommend maybe just putting it on easy because, like, there are certain yeah. sections. I did already do okay. that. It just get well, it's just it's just so hard in certain sections. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I had yeah. f- you have 50 HP and everything one shots you at the beginning and. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and your weapons are so weak and they're almost broken and yeah, yeah. it's so 
uh, it definitely helps with the tension, and there's a lot more of a survival oh, horror yeah. vibe. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not like Deus Ex where you become so powerful that it's, like, funny. <laughs> yeah, I ne- see. I never Maybe felt does, that way. I mean, it might get that <laughs> but, way. Yeah. It might get that way later yeah. on. Um, don't don't wait for it. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. No. Also, the um, I'm loving. I it, would though. recommend I am using. Loving it, uh, I think didn't wasn't it all about using crowbars and melee weapons, especially at the beginning to, to, yeah. to stop I've wasting been st- yeah, yeah, I've, ammo. I've been using the wrench the most. Yeah. Um, yeah, the wrench. I yeah. think I did the middle class where you mm-hmm. get like a standard everyone. weapon point, but you can also do science. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what, what me I told and Tim did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm interested in trying the like space magic route, but yeah. it seems like really steep with the requirements of like. Yeah. The, yeah. The, you need to put a lot the of points skill into points it. that you have to use. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. and you and it uses a lot of uh, energy that you have to account for, and yeah, yeah. it seems like a very different I, playthrough. I've heard that it makes the beginning particularly hard, but yeah. then it becomes fun. But the beginning's already so hard that it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like right. Not it's most for most people it's not recommended. I think yeah, but it I would be really. Fun I think I'm getting again. to the. I, I've gotten to the point where I'm like in the groove, and I'm, I'm I, I, get, I understand the loop of like infiltrating mm-hmm. a place, getting past the enemies, and then accomplishing whatever your goal was, and et cetera. So yeah. I'm hoping to get to the point eventually where I'm over the hump, and I'm just kind of like enjoying it more i'm still it's enjoying all, it it's now. all worth it for the end <laughs> yeah for the, for the last <laughs> yeah it's all worth it my second note about deus ex after my first note which which is just a single line me more uh <laughs> is uh that like the levels yep. felt I think it's because we just had played System Shock 2, but like it felt like almost mm-hmm. the opposite, where like System Shock 2, even though the levels are like big and like windy, it fe- like mm-hmm. it seems my memory of System Shock 2, I don't know, you can tell me, Matt, if this is your experience. Like it wants you, it felt to me like it wants you to go everywhere and see everything. Whereas like Deus Ex yeah. felt more like. There's a bunch of stuff like you don't have to go to like half of it if you don't want to like, like yeah yeah I definitely yeah. agree with that. That was my experience yeah. as well for sure. Where it's like, like um, it's there's a lot of I don't even know quite what it is for me, but just like System Shock Two is just so fun to explore and like the Deus Ex levels felt like it's just it it's felt like there was a more clearly defined path that you'd have to push yourself oh. to go. I'm saying the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm saying like I, yeah I think I'm I think I believe the opposite as well. I'm I saying think, like. This X it depends on your like encourages exploration or maybe not encourages but like it's there for you if you want to mm-hmm. and if you don't want to mm-hmm. like you don't have to like you can just like kind of go yeah, directly yeah. to the objective but with System Shock yeah. 2 it's like there'll be an item in a room that you need yeah you literally cannot progress yeah, I think that's what it is yeah <laughs> so you have to go to every single room basically and like do every single thing mm-hmm. and it feels like I don't know. It, it just felt like more freeing in DSX of like, oh, like mm-hmm. I found like this note that tells me like how to get into this other room, but I could have just not. And like, I could have gotten into that room yeah. by like just killing the guy in front of it or, you know, whatever it is like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did you guys, um, did somebody tell you Gunther's kill phrase? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I don't. I think I let him die in the first level. Oh, really? Or, right? No, I didn't that save him. I didn't. I didn't. No, it didn't. Die. I didn't save him in the no, first level. I didn't level, either. So he wasn't. He wasn't my ally for most of it. No, but they send him to hunt you. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. And I think I just used the sword. <laughs> and he was dead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But is there? There was is, a lot of points where it seemed like there were things that gave you shortcuts yeah. essentially that you could very easily miss and then you would just not yeah. have that shortcut. Oh yeah, that happens effect. all the time. Yeah. Which You're getting codes feels... for stuff at any given moment. Yeah. And, like a lot of time I was getting a code and I'm like, what is this even for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I got used to checking the notes really often and it was, that for me is like, encapsulates how it treats exploration. I was going to say, it kind of depends on your own uh inclinations as far as what you like to do in games yeah. for me ex exploration is always my favorite thing in any game it's always what i want to do regardless of mm -hmm. how it's what it's telling me to do mm -hmm. so and deus ex made it really easy because the more you explore the more you discover items earlier than you are meant to like i got augmentations really quickly because i was checking every single right. area yeah, um, that's probably why you were so powerful that, by the end <laughs> right yeah. yeah and that's that's mm. that's my favorite kind of way that a game can encourage exploration is by having unique items that you can't find anywhere else because that's once you find one it's like fallout new vegas once you find one unique item you realize that there's stuff hidden everywhere and you can check anything <laughs> um yeah and with the codes like they would be giving me codes for stuff i didn't even know so i would want to find where it went where mm. the code went to yeah um so and that's to say, when uh, with System Shock Two, I feel uh, disincentivized to explore because of the amount of security and enemies. Yeah, that's, that's uh, like I really yeah, want yeah. to. I keep wanting to go to every room and find all the unique stuff just to give me like a leg up, but the the stuff preventing me from getting there is so difficult in the first place. Yeah, so it's a lot more challenging, but I still do Another, feel that yeah. inclination to explore because that's just how I play. Well, another like difference is between the, these two games, <laughs> just to keep like <laughs> harping on this, is like they, uh, like the way they handle the skill system is different in terms of like, yes, you, you can, f in System Shock, you can find a unique item or a weapon and just not be able to use mm -hmm. it. Whereas yeah, in Deus Ex, right, like, yeah. you can always use it, but you might not be like, good at using it but at least you can you That's, can like yeah. <laughs> you might not be able to like aim very well or like do as much damage yeah. but like you can still use it which i think is like a that's big other, difference yeah that's the other thing that's keeping me from being able to like get good at system shock is because like i found the equivalent to the lightsaber right away right, yeah. but yeah. it requires a skill it's the skill ceiling is yeah. so high not the ceiling, yeah. the the, like the the level the, like threshold yeah. you need to meet. Yeah, it's just absurd that I don't even think, and it's in like it's at the point where I'm like, there are so many different things you can you can use your points on that I don't even know what I'm going to commit to yet. So I don't know if I should leave this item behind and come back for it, uh, because inventory space is also so hard to manage. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's true. You're but actually yeah. reminding me that I did. I did a lot of googling when I was playing System Shock Two. Right. Like, should I get this weapon? Should I upgrade <laughs> yeah. this thing? And it and there's and I found that there was very often a clear cut uh -huh. yes or no to yeah. almost yeah. every question. Whereas, For example, you you shouldn't get that yeah. lightsaber. <laughs> right. Like every everywhere said don't get it. It's okay. not worth yeah. the upgrades. Like, Whereas yeah. in Deus Ex, I felt like when I was making choices about what I kept in my inventory, uh, 
I didn't feel anxiety that I would regret that decision mm-hmm. Uh, mm. because it, anything I kept would be useful for something. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's it, it it interlocks with a lot of different elements of the design as far as like the levels and how your character works and all that. It all affects each other, and that's what's that's what the whole immersive sim experience. Uh, Tim, did you do you want to? It's why I'm so excited. Do you want to talk about your experience a little more? Because I feel like Matt and me have been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that really, was intentional. I yeah, really need to I know don't. what you what like really frustrated you. I I think uh, there's not really that much more for me to say. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. I think that if I'm being honest, really what happened is I just there's just something about the aesthetics of, of the game and like the kind of like just the the whole subject of all the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. stuff that's just so uninteresting to me and okay. gross looking <laughs> like cuz system shock 1 has far more technical problems than this yeah. has so many more things wrong with it and is so, so like so much it's so much less refined than yeah. Deus Ex but yet I would if I had to replay one of the two games sure. it'd be system shock 1 in a heartbeat I would yeah. I'd never want to finish this game <laughs> I like it sounds like yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to replay it to be honest yeah I don't think I, yeah and so maybe in like a long time but uh, yeah I probably will I don't know how soon <laughs> but uh I can yeah. understand the aesthetic definitely is going to be kind of a uh um, yeah, I mean that's one of like like either you're gonna fall in love with it or not. I really was yeah. into it from the. Be- I just love how crude it looks. I just liked how blocky everything was. <laughs> and again, how the bad game, it all the, looks. The way the way it pr- provides clarity to gameplay is so helpful to me because in a lot of games that are a lot more higher end, like modern games, it can be difficult for me to tell like what I can pick up or not. Just because it's all so, so realistic and blended in, <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny. I, I, but it, but with this, it's immersive sim. I'm, up, can pick I'm up climbing up that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. Every single thing in Deus Ex, I feel like I'd be just like looking around. Like I can't tell if I can go this direction or this. I can't tell where anything is, where I'm supposed to go at all, because it's so fucking dark. <laughs> like I don't, I can't understand how you're not having the opposite experience. Like it's. Literally incomprehensible <laughs> to me. The game, like, I, I'd so much rather play some bloated, horribly designed, like, really high fidelity thing with like panels everywhere that makes yeah. it impossible. That seems so much easier than like, do I go in this it's dark direction, this dark direction, or this dark direction? Like, I don't think the second half of the game is nearly yeah. as dark as the first half. So that's that's probably yeah. also why I hate it so yeah. much because I don't think I pushed yeah. past pushed past yeah. when it gets better. No, but it, that's true. But the yeah. thing is, like, that didn't that also didn't really bug me. So. As much like, mm. yeah, I I can't really I don't I can't explain it. I just I they told me to use a flashlight. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> it, like it made sense to me. I don't know. It it didn't really bother me. Flashlights don't make sense to me. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, I think it's all just, your criticism yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. And I'm I really want to s- to stress that I'm not. I'm not pretending like I am uh, really justified in saying this game is yeah, bad. Sure. I can see the genius, and yeah. especially given the context mm-hmm. it was released in, like yeah. so many elements are so sure. incredibly smart and like inventive. I mean, just the fact that um, I think it's so cool that you're running around real locations. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was trying to find out if there is actually a game before this that did that, and I don't 
I didn't get any conclusive answers either way, but like the fact that you go through the catacombs of Paris and then you see like uh, Hong Kong nightlife and the neon signs in like a 2000 game. It was pretty, it it was groundbreaking in that respect because it was the very, very beginning of true 3D graphics because before that you had, you know, 2.5D with Doom 2 and stuff like that where it was still pretty difficult to make a, a place that looked believable. Are you like, telling me that Peach's that Castle isn't a real place? <laughs> no, it's that's, not. That's an outlier example. That, okay. that is a okay. real yeah, location. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there was a couple of games before this, but but yeah, I get you. Sure, point, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, that, but that don't exist in the um, Twilight Zone dreamscape that lives within Miyamoto's brain. <laughs> yeah. If we're excluding places in there, yeah, then this yeah, might be yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you can really like it, uh, System Shock One and System Shock Two graphically have such a stark difference yeah. in its like immersion and it's just like the believability of it just by switching from that uh, 2.5D to 3D. Right. Like in System Shock Two, I just I I one of the most like uh, emotional parts from here just like uh, is that when you first see that little area before entering the like um, where you choose what. Uh, military path you're gonna pick yeah you know there's just like the dim lights mm-hmm. you see like the the buildings and it's like the dark so it, it immediately it's like a night to day change and how yeah. like realistic the environment feels and deus ex That's uses true. that to a really good um end i think of making like these real cities yeah it's interesting to uh consider that the remake of system shock is gonna be so dark maybe just reality is darker <laughs> Than video games, <laughs> not everything is like lit with. Uh, uh, I don't think that's true, Matthew. I things are at, lit all the time. Room. I look around my room. I can see everything in I here. I think you with can. No you can. Issues. You can visually tell how much we liked, like, <laughs> Deus Ex's brightness <laughs> level based on our video screens. Matt's Matt's screen is like very dark, and Tim's is very bright, and I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Owen doesn't like having a lot of lights on in the house. That's why. Um, um, I do like having even lighting where, where when I'm existing in the world. But um, I don't know. I don't mind darkness if it's worked into the gameplay. It's something I have to like pay attention to. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I I do think I like to 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 Tim's point about like like liking the game on an intellectual level. Like I think. Mm-hmm. ultimately i do like the game more intellectually than i actually liked playing it because like i was like really i was like this game is like incredible for like the first like four missions and then like the yeah. next like 10 hours i was like i'm not really enjoying this like <laughs> and then like i really i loved the ending uh and like i liked mm. a lot like you know other like i liked and i you know, like i like all like the systems and stuff like in theory but like um, one of the criticisms I saw that like made sense to me of like, oh, this is probably one of the th- like the things that was like making me have a hard time is like the it's like it's like an amazingly well designed like macro system of like there's all these different options like the levels are all designed for that specific purpose, but like. On an individual level, like all the things that you could do are like not that fun to do. 
Like, mm. like lock picking Ooh, yeah. is just like you click a button and like wait for 30 seconds. Like hacking, yeah. same yeah. thing. Like shoot, like the sh when you have to shoot people, like it's okay. not, it's not really fun. <laughs> or it can be like sniping yeah. people from far is like kind of fun, but like nope. if you get in a nope, fight, not even that's it's fun. like with a bunch of guys just shooting you, it's like, okay, I'm just going to die probably. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, would, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I'd take umbrage with a lot of that. <laughs> you're you're um, welcome to. <laughs> let's, 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 let's hear your umbrage. Here's the Matthew. thing. Here's the thing. It's what we're all here for. Here's the thing. And this is not my argument. There's a video that I've, there's a video essay mm -hmm. about the Deus Ex series that talks about this. Um, but every developer solves the problem of hacking being boring the same way. Mm -hmm. A mini game, right? <laughs> Hacking mini games suck because, as good as they are, they're not fun to do hundreds of times. Right. So, the solution to that is instead of making it a, a mini task for you to do, it just the the reason it's passive and the reason lockpicking and multi tools are the same mm -hmm. way is because there's so much happening around you that there's tension in committing to using that time to I think if it action. was more of a stealth game, that would be true. But, like, usually it's like, I've killed everyone around me. Now I'm going to lockpick, unlock this door. Well, it really depends on how you approach it. Because yeah, but it's like... For me, there was always something in my way. Uh, yeah, I guess. The other thing that. is, like, that's the yeah. difference between you being a novice hacker and you being, like the ultimate hacker is just like mm -hmm. how much how fast the like bar goes down like you can hack any system as a novice hacker like well the, there, the, <laughs> the, the, the other thing that the other thing that improves when you level up hacking is not just that the waiting time goes down but you can affect more things you can oh is that true disable turrets you that, can take okay, control that, of yeah turrets. that's right yeah yeah you mm. get extra abilities but yeah it's, it's all it does is besides that is reduce the yeah. time i uh, guess yeah yeah. Okay. That that, that makes sense. The, the, the isolate the isolated action of doing it is passive, yeah. but it's an active choice, which is mm -hmm. what the ultimate goal is. I think it's obviously it can't really be perfect because the the when you provide a bunch of options, there's going to be a chaos of outcome. So not every situation is going to be perfectly smooth. You know. Mm -hmm. um, My counterpoint is though that but, like yeah. in Thief. Like lockpicking is a mini game, and it's really okay. good. <laughs> or like it's okay. like it's like very like tension filled because it's it's like yeah. you're like you have like I, I if I remember right it's like you have a certain number of like lockpicks and like you have to do uh -huh. this like little mini game and if you fuck it up then the lockpick breaks and so then you have one less yeah. lockpick sure. and so like you can yeah I guess System Shock does that too kind of. Uh, with the with the hacking, where if you fail, yeah, I guess that that feels a, a little less interesting because it's just like pay a little yeah. money. I will. Well, I mean, I'll say again, with Thief is so hard. I can't figure out how to play it. <laughs> yeah, I really want yeah. to, um, but I probably will ag agree with you on somewhat w with that. Yeah, with that. Point. I mean, yeah, like I, like I said, I think it's still like a a really good game. It's just like it's sure. it's um like. If those things could be made like individually a little more enjoyable, like I think it would just be like mm -hmm. undeniable. How like <laughs> like it, 
like yeah. how good it is. But I mm-hmm. to quote to quote Miyamoto, you, they they needed to find more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. The the my only response to that is I don't know how I would. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough. It's definitely that. a tough like problem. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, just adding a minigame just sounds so like it would make the game so shitty. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I would be spending eighty percent of the time playing a little puzzle game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> those those little mini games. I can't think of one example where I'm ever psyched to play it in any game. Exactly. Like you don't want to. So that and that's not what you want with a game. You want yeah. to be enjoying making that choice. But like, there's. I feel like there are other ways. Like, it doesn't have to just be a little mini game. Like, if um, yeah, like if if it was like, okay, you have more time. Like, say, like leveling up your hacking gives you more time. But then, like, what you're actually doing at like the little hacking terminal is like looking through like files or something. You know what I mean? Like, if it like actually because mm-hmm. doesn't really the other problem is like it doesn't feel like you're hacking. Like you just press a button. It's like. It's like if you were yeah. like looking through files. Yeah, but would like, you want it to feel like you're hacking? Because yeah, it's role playing. <laughs> like just coding. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be immersive. Yeah, that'd, exactly. Yeah, that'd be immersive. <laughs> Actually, Devin, Devin, I think you're onto something. Where because another thing is that you know, in basically any game where you hack, you open it up and there's three emails mm-hmm. in their inbox, and yeah. two of them are funny little flavor text, and the other one is exactly oh, what that's you a need, good point. Yeah, like put into two paragraphs. Like populate. What if you it. had to look through it? What if you had a finite amount of time to look through a thousand <laughs> emails, which is what it would be like and if I tried to write right There was like a search. That's a good. Or, okay. you know, like or something. I do like that. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, like any any sort of like time limit navigating a computer because that would realistically mm-hmm. be the hardest part. Yeah, is just finding yeah. like the file that you're looking for in some stranger's yeah. computer. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's a good. That's a. I would. That does sound cool. I would do. I would love that. What I would do is if you upgrade your hacking skill, you can press the button and start it hacking. But you don't have to just sit there. You can walk away mm. and do stuff while it's going. Yeah, I mean that would be, and then it would just notify yeah. you when it's done. Yeah, that that would be, be that would be good too. Yeah, that would feel more like you're just like that would make sense why it's just like a like passive thing because it's like oh I'm just like right. if I'm just like putting a, like a like a chip on this or whatever like plugging something into it right, then it like yeah. of course I'm not doing anything but like it would feel like a reward for investing. Yeah. The endings were uh, tough for me because, uh, politically speaking, I didn't like any of them. <laughs> like, yeah, not, like none of them would be one that I would actually cho- choose. Yeah. But like, I think that's also why it's I, good because like there isn't right, a no, clear. Yeah, that's that's a, like yeah, that's, that's like what, what makes it an engaging it. choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's a great. Um, it. It. There's. It, there's tension there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Um, so. So to set yeah, up, I, know. I what guess. Did you, what did you like? Pick? You. The end of the game is you go to Area 51 <laughs> um, yeah. to take down. One thing, the yeah. one thing I don't like about the ending is it feels very abrupt. It does feel very abrupt. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you kind of just get there and it's like, oh, three choices. So uh, let me tell um, you the original and ending. You do was, it, was what the original ending was going to be. It was basically going to okay. turn into yeah. System Shock <laughs> because what, what, what was going to happen was 
the original plan was the AI goes rogue and, and like, leaves <laughs> to a space station and it takes nukes with it and it's going like, <laughs> to nuke the world and you have to go up to the space station to stop it, oh. which is literally just system shock. So it's like... That sounds like a deus ex machina to me. <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying. Um, so I'm I'm glad that didn't ha- that that isn't what they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that would be kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you're like throughout the game, there's an AI that's like that like starts helping you. Like you get you get locked up in it starts telling you th- in yeah. prison and it like helps you break out and then it's like starts telling you things to do. Um, and it's never clear who yeah who it is which side it's yeah. on yeah yeah well because you don't even know it's an AI at first it's just like this voice right um, yeah yeah he doesn't JC think it's a hacker yeah 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 first he thinks it's his uh, uh-huh. his buddy who's uh who's played by John Carmack yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know Alex um something the yeah. the hacker yeah. guy yeah. That guy's played by John Romero? No, no, no. I think Tim, Tim is saying he looks like John Carmack, <laughs> no. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah, he wasn't Carmack. played he by anyone. He does have that. Yeah. I, guess, I guess he was voiced by someone. I was, yeah, I was saying he was designed to look like John Carmack. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. I guess, that's not I, true, though. I, mean, I, that's just I was false. thinking... But if you look at him, he looks just like John Carmack. I was thinking Carmack and I said Romero because they're both yeah. Johns. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Famously. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, so by the end of the game... The like there's that AI and then like the Majestic Twelve have also their own AI and these two AI right. for some reason like combine. I don't I yeah, wasn't really clear why that happened. <laughs> um Yeah. Well it says JC heads to Vandenberg <laughs> Air Force Base to get in contact with Gary Savage, the leading researcher in nanotechnology. The base is under siege from NJ-12, so JC removes these threats. After reactivating various technical systems, Daedalus and Icarus unexpectedly merge into a new entity. Yeah. So it's a result it's of that, JC like cutting off the... Well, I, I want to say it's that hmm. they want to. Like, it's yeah. the two AIs, like... They they want because to. the objectives yeah. the objectives that Daedalus gives you aren't very clear mm-hmm. in like what you're achieving. So yeah, he's like kind of secretly leading yeah. you to because he was made Icarus by so the he was made by the Illuminati, and right. uh, Icarus was made by Majestic Twelve, and they both think that they're yes. controlling the eye, but the eye actually has like its own like agenda. Yeah, at some point, Bob Page tells you that the AI is working yeah. for him, but then the AI disagrees with that and is like, no, I have a higher mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that's one like piece of the equation. <laughs> the other thing is mm-hmm. Bob page is trying to merge himself with the AI to like be able to control like all like electronic communication in the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. And just like be able to do anything. He's like, I'm going to become a god. <laughs> this is his whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but the AI itself doesn't want to merge with Paige. He wants to merge with the char- you, the character. Right. The player. Right. You, you fi- yeah, you find so that out in, that, in the last level. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I guess like the whole thing is like they're going to just like keep they're just going to make like a new disease because you've you've found a cure you've like been able to manufacture a cure mm-hmm. yeah but like he's like i'm just going to make a new one 
So you can't you can't stop us, and so you go like, okay, I just gotta kill this guy. <laughs> so that's the that's the last mission, and then you're like, as you go through the last level, like three different like kind of factions try and get you to do what like their goal is. So one of them is yeah. is the AI. Um, so you can merge with the yeah. AI. You can. To, uh, kill Bob Page and work with Morgan Everett, who leads the Illuminati, to kind of control the world together with him mm-hmm. and just kind of maintain the status quo. Or you can uh, side with Tracer Tong, where you, uh, it says, initiate a meltdown in the Aquinas router of Area 51, thus paralyzing global telecommunications and returning civilization yeah. to a new dark age. You blow up Area 51, and like, this is where I'm yeah. not like clear on (laughs) like why this would happen or like what the like in game well it's just kind of a suit it's kind of implied that the illuminati like control all telecommunications right but like i do wonder central point where you can destroy it i i do let's not like i do wonder if like that what what exactly it means like from the 2050 perspective of like going back to a dark age like like mm. I feel like telephones are still gonna exist, <laughs> like like that kind of basic technology, you know. Like yeah, logically, like they could probably build back yeah. some, if not most, of the infrastructure within a finite amount of yeah. time. Yeah, so. I think that's what they're. I think that's what the goal that he asserts is, where you can you start f- with nothing, but you just kind of build it up slowly. But, but the way they talk about it is like, every, like cities will be cut off and like. There'll be no like communication between people anymore, and it's like, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think he does mean that like everything, including phones, will be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. and he says that they'll go back to living in mm-hmm. villages. So yeah. it's like yeah. that is it, the game is portraying it that way. But when you really think really about it, sense. it's like what? Yeah. what it's not what re- about that would be permanent. <laughs> yeah, it's why, not why, really. Why, why couldn't that yeah. be undone? Right. Every yeah. every choice that you're given, there are incredibly obvious downsides. So it's <laughs> yeah. you, like you're all. It's all about choice choosing like what you think is the least evil mm-hmm. um but they're all gonna have their downsides i uh yeah so what did you choose well so i was gonna say Devin, before i just say what i chose is like the one of the okay. like all the other choices we talked about like the, another cool thing is like it isn't like a dialogue option of like which one you choose which right. i feel like 99 percent of games are just yeah. like you yeah. pick one and then you watch the ending cutscene. it's like you actually have to do yeah. the thing yeah. Right. If it were if it were a Todd Howard <laughs> game, it would there would be three exactly. options in a dialogue, and you press it, and the game ends. <laughs> well, no, then it would be and like each, okay, but, you finish but, the main quest. But, I guess you could just go keep yeah. playing. Beside yeah, each so, choice, it would yeah. say in parentheses, "Good, <laughs> yeah. evil, ambivalent." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be super clear about what the right one is. So I did the Tracer Tong ending, where you blow up okay. uh, Area Fifty One because I didn't Ooh. trust the AI. And also, I was like, yeah. I, you know, like, the, you know, the, like this AI says, like it's like going to do what is like best for humanity, and like not have it's like pitch is mm-hmm. like humans can't govern themselves because they're flawed. But I'm not flawed, and it's like, right. well, a, yeah. I don't know if I believe you, and b, like you're mer- you're gonna merge with sure. me, a human, so therefore you will also be partly human. Like, mm. <laughs> you're you're. Yeah. I think he brings that up when I think JC says yeah. that when he's talking to someone else about yeah. that. 
Hmm, and then uh, anyway. like the the Morgan Everett one seems like the obvious. Like, why would I like? Who would choose this? Like, exactly. just going to yeah. be part of the yeah. Illuminati? Yeah. Like, because his whole pitch is like, we'll just keep doing yeah. the same thing, but we won't be evil. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was the most obvious one where I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I'm not sure why I chose uh, the Helios ending. Mm-hmm. I guess I oh, was where just... Oh, you merge. Yeah, I fused with the AI. I was just... I don't know. I There was... It seemed too much left up, left up in the air with the idea that we're just getting rid of all technology, period. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I was aware that as I clicked, as I like decided on the other ending, I was like, this is probably what Elon Musk would have chose. <laughs> and I don't feel great about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's kind of. But yeah, I just was interested in the cutscene. I just wanted to see what they would say as they fused together. Mm-hmm. It was. They're all like very short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a little underwhelmed by the yeah. cutscenes. Yeah. Like, it's just. It doesn't even like really show you the aftermath. I think like, that's I, right. Yeah, I wanted to see the yeah. villages. Yeah. Well, the great thing about it is I don't know if y'all know about the sequel, the Invisible War, which came out in I think two thousand one or two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. um, but in that story, all three of the endings are canon, <laughs> so they wow. all happen at the same Whoa, time. How does that work? How could it blow up and like uh, merge? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's let me let me uh, yeah because I actually see didn't how they read explain about this. it on the wiki. Yeah, I tried playing it, but it uh, it's really hard to get it running well on a new system. So hmm. also the uh, the graphics leave even more busted and wooden. It's so silly. Um, but let me look up the plot here. It says Invisible War takes place twenty years after DSX. The game follows a scenario. Yeah, starting oh, with. Starting with J.C. Denton's destruction of Area 51 in 2052, the world entered a period known as the Great Collapse. Depression and wars ravaged the landscape. The Illuminati lost all means of controlling nations and peoples, while J.C. and Paul Denton were powerless to protect governments from warlords and from the damage already done by the MJ-12 shadow government. Organizations with visions of a new world order had to bide their time for nearly two decades, during which they rebuilt their power and began vying for global dominance once again. So it sounds like my ending was the canon ending. Yeah, like the, like mm-hmm. that's the the mo- the one that has the most consequences on what you're doing in the second mm-hmm. game. Uh but JC shows up as a character and he's like an all-powerful AI. Oh, weird. Okay. But I don't know I don't oh, know what? I don't know how it's worked into it cuz I haven't played it, but Wait, so who are you playing as if not JC? You, you play as him? a different character named oh, okay. Alex okay. D uh and he's like uh, an MJ-12 experimental clone of JC. <laughs> mm. um, also, it must so. have been really weird for people who had played the first game to then go and get the second one. It's like, why is Paul alive? I watched Paul. Yeah, oh. exactly. Huh. I wonder if they like explained that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they just kind of picked like certain things yeah, that were... The plot of Deus Ex Invisible War assumes that a combination of the three endings of the original Deus Ex had yeah, taken just place. Saw, J.C. Yeah. Denton merged with Helios, but destroyed Area 51, triggering the collapse event. This had paved the way for the Illuminati to seize control of the world through two organizations, the, the World Trade Organization and the Order Church. Hmm. But yeah, apparently the plot is even more buck wild in the second one, so that's why I was interested in playing it, but it's, it's, I think from a gameplay perspective, it's not as fun. Yeah, like, uh, like mm. I feel like it's not 
<laughs> like everyone who likes it Deus Ex does it, not like Deus Ex 2. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it mm. it sold really poorly, okay. which is why it took ten years for them to bring yeah. it back under different developers. That's like an interesting, I guess, way to handle it. But like, I feel like yeah. the like the human revolution thing of just making it a prequel makes more sense because it's like it's kind of a bummer mm. <laughs> to to like play the second one and just be like oh, okay i guess i guess it didn't yeah. matter what i picked <laughs> yeah yeah human revolution story though is terrible because it's so it's so much more like um simplified and it's just the the only philosophical point of intrigue is our augmentation's bad mm. and like every character has every, one thing to say about it and it's so like cut and dry and there's not a lot left up to interpretation it feels a lot more like uh just like a bog standard sci-fi kind of thing um and the fact that it's a prequel uh leads to a lot of really subtle weird bits of like how would that be the case uh when comparing it to the world that's in deus ex one uh but that's a whole other thing my feeling was that like for kind of all the reasons we've been talking about um like despite me kind of like cooling on the game for like the middle like kind of biggest chunk of the game i guess i would say in terms of like actually putting time into it like the mm. ending i feel like is like probably one of the best like endings i've ever <laughs> played for from a game cuz i like yeah i feel like most i i truly cannot I can't even think of any other games where like the the ending actually feels like it's not a cut and dried like choice or it's like, mm. I feel like a lot of games also do the thing where it's yeah. like, there's like, okay, here's some endings and there's like a secret true ending. And it's like, that yeah. sucks. Mm. Like, I don't want there to be like, <laughs> I'm glad that it didn't yeah, have, I don't that. want there to be yeah. like a good ending. Like that's dumb. <laughs> Like that's not right. the way the like yeah. the world like feels, and that's also just like not interesting. It's like okay, so so yeah. you just like came up with these other ones to be like kind of like random ones, and then you but like this is the actual ending you wanted like to have in the game. Yeah, yeah so it's like what was, what was the point of the other yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of games have that kind of shallow yeah. choice making thing where it's yeah. like it's the whole appearance is the freedom, mm -hmm. but then in reality, there's not a meaningful difference to your choice. Whereas the ending is a pretty good reflection of the freedom of the whole yeah. game in Deus Ex, where like your choices are real mm -hmm. choices. Like, and as we keep on saying, that's probably one of the strongest points mm -hmm. in the entire game. Yeah. So um, they did a good job with the ending. If you'll allow me the comparison one more time, <laughs> and I promise it won't happen again, in Elden Ring. <laughs> Uh, there are six endings. Um, and, oh, really? Yeah, and you do choose them at the very end from a selection, but all the options are only available if you do all of the quest line requirements for them to show mm -hmm. up. So mm. each each ending is tied to a specific NPC, and it'll only let you choose it if you follow through with all the stuff. So you are kind of committing to it throughout your playthrough, so it does feel like a reward. And... Um, from a philosophical perspective, they're all opposed in interesting ways. Like none of them are like a true 100% perfect yeah. 
ending. Each one. Yeah, they is, all suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In different ways. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought of Elden Ring um, too, like in, in relation yeah. to this ending, but I think, I think Deus Ex, at least for, for me, like works even better because I mean, just like, you know, with Elden Ring, it's so, it's so much more like, well, the story takes a very yeah, different shape. It's, it's so shape much more a, opaque, a lot of, or it's, so, it's so much less. It's not really I mean. dictated to you. Like yeah, you just, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot more yeah, vague. It's, it's so much more vague. And like, the fact that Deus Ex is dealing with like, I mean, themes that I feel like a lot of games don't deal with in terms of like, just like, you know, like power it's, structures. It's extremely grounded. Like, in, yeah, like yeah. capitalism. It's very real world <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. the way like technology like affects our lives and stuff like that. Like it felt like all of the yeah. endings like reflected those kinds of ideas. They did all tie into the themes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and it really it's reflects the, most... the ambiguity of those like mm-hmm. issues as points of like exactly. discussion. Yeah. It's one of the like, most Yeah, there's there's no clear cut answer to the solution to the problems of the world. Yeah. Because that's what this game is about, is the problems mm-hmm. of the world, which are mm-hmm. obviously enormous. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, every option is kind mm-hmm. of horrible. Yeah. I agree. It's the one of the most thematically like uh consistent and nuanced in games. Yeah period yeah. for me like no fucking elder scrolls will match up <laughs> to that <laughs> yeah i know that starfield game is happening and i expect nothing <laughs> from it like it, it, I, I, I expect it to be utterly dwarfed by the uh poignance of deus ex <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's actually interesting that this season is like all about this sort of suite of games from, yeah. um, you know, it's like the System Shock series, Deus Ex. Like, they're all very, they're all very like uh, thematically motivated. Whereas, like, yes. it's, it's kind of making me realize that the Elder or just the, you know, the Bethesda games that the whole season is theoretically about. It's like they didn't really do a very good job, like carrying over that level of depth from right. the games that inspired them. Like, I, I, I'm very positive. I love all the Bethesda games, yeah. but like. They really don't have like anything in terms of like story themes. There's there's the a these games do. There's a lot of literal detail in how many characters there are, what they're like, and uh, lore concerning the world that they take yeah. place in. But there's not a lot of thematic detail, or yeah. uh, it's it, it's not trying to say a lot. It's just trying to present a very detailed world, which has. Yeah value in its own right it's just a different thing to shoot for in a game uh yeah but yeah the ones and that fallout. Are, yeah, i was gonna say do you feel that way about fallout, fallout? no fallout absolutely yeah. has yeah. a lot of yeah. great themes uh i think the bethesda but, games handle it the worst but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's there's, there's more the questions being asked are definitely yes, right, more right, uh right. meaty in the fallout series but the answers are similarly <laughs> shallow yeah. i think yeah, yeah. I've been like, watching some, uh, uh, um, one of the streamers I follow is playing Fallout 4, and I can't, I'm just mm. flabbergasted by every single tiny little line of dialogue is so terrible. <laughs> I'm just appalled. Like, it's so, like, there's, I can't even describe it. It's just, like, so plain and, like, rote, regular dialogue. Yeah. I can't even... It's 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 infuriating. It's like do you want to do you want to do the follow <laughs> games with us? I'd love to hear it. 
Yeah, I, well, I've already done. Hearing I've already done the dialogue. I've already played the first one all the way through, and I still want to play two. Oh, um, what like Fallout One? Yeah. Oh, well. um, in New Vegas, I've done about seventy-five percent of New Vegas, but I want to keep okay, doing so it. Okay, so you played the two best games. <laughs> yeah, I played the good ones that I knew yeah. were good. Um, I've tried Fallout Four. Uh, I play because I, I have again the PS Plus collection. It's included mm. in that, but it runs at like twenty frames per second. It's really, a, it's atrocious. PS Five. Yeah, I actually played it on a and 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 like I was I was. Uh, from the minute go, I was just completely unenthused because the driving force of the plot is like having to go find your lost kid. And I'm like, I don't care about doing that. I want something a little bit more. I thought it was, wait, open your kid or you know? I thought it was your dad. Is that a different one? That's oh, three. Okay. You're looking for your dad. <laughs> so it is interesting where you are the just, dad. It's such a, it's such a shortcut to just a narrative, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I guess it just gives that's, you that's one. That's fine. <laughs> a parent's child has been stolen from them. That's a decent pro- plot. Premise. I know, but it's not original. Well, the problem is <laughs> so with, many like, games go for that. <laughs> how, what, what, what's another game that has done that? But I can't think of anything else. I mean, that but, has like yeah, I it's guess. not like the, it's not like crazy original. But it's like yeah. I I can't think of any other games that have that or any movies or anything that have that plot necessarily at the top of my head. Well, it, it, taken. it's fine. Whether whether or not it's original, it didn't grip me. It wasn't. It wasn't. Exciting. Yeah, I think I do want to say the way they tell the story is pretty garbage in yeah. a lot of places, especially in the beginning. The intro to Fallout Four is it's, so it's so bad, stupid. <laughs> I hate it. it <laughs> It's like it's unbelievable that they made they they took the worst mistake from three yeah the unskippable exactly. intro and they arguably made it worse in four. <laughs> exactly. It's truly kind of mind boggling. It's 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 a um, it's a great example. I don't know. Uh, this is sort of related, but I tried playing The Last of Us recently because of that show mm-hmm. that came out, and no one's gonna, no one will stop fucking talking about The Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> But that and Fallout 4 are great examples of like, they're just trying to make the games movies. And it's just not, there's so much more interesting things you can do than just make a movie that you can walk around in, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah that, that is why I'd, I've never been interested in The Last yeah. of Us. Yeah, it's For just, that exact reason. It's, I had a friend actually show me, a, a like, play a little part with me, and I was like, this is so stupid. It's, it's just terrible. A, it's just and a movie. It's just the whole game is it's like not a about, one It's not about, perf- it's, it's, it's just, you're, when you're playing it, you feel like an actor, because there's only one way you can do anything, or yeah. the game, it's game over. So, um, yeah, I have, like, a pet theory that it was that the guy who wrote the story wanted it to be an HBO series from the beginning. So he made it a game first <laughs> and then he just spent the next decade extracting the game out of it. I mean, it's no, well, like that's yeah. I'd say it's no secret that like, they're like really like into, they really yeah. want to make their games like movies. Like, I don't think they're trying to hide that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, what I what other know. games have, have they made? I didn't, is that? Naughty yeah. Dog? They Naughty made, Dog. They did yeah, Uncharted. Uncharted series before. Oh, and then, uh, yeah. oh, that's exactly the other game like that that I'd never want to play. Yep, exactly. Uh, of course, Jack and uh, Daxter, like the original movie-like game. Yeah, before <laughs> they did that stuff, they did Jack and Daxter, and they did Crash, too. So they at least... T- oh, yeah, they did Crash. Oh, at least at so one weird. point, they had an inkling of like what was fun about games. But... Um, <laughs> 
Clear, well, clearly, some people think The Last of Us is fun. Let's be fair. Well, no, of clearly course, that so game many is for people. Which, that's the only reason I felt compelled to at least try it is because everyone says it's the best game ever made, uh, and it's it's just mm. not what I want in a game. It's not my yeah. f- best game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah. I just saw clips going around the internet of the series, and there are scenes where they copy v- verbatim, mm. take for take, uh, the cutscenes of the game, and it's like, what's the point? Yeah, like why are we spending yeah. money on this? You know, because I can. Anyway, they yeah. can make money off of it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it sounds like we're done talking about Deus Ex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, we've gone for let's a long time. Let's, let's transition into a Last of Us episode. <laughs> a game none of us <laughs> have played. None of us have played. Uh, please no. Yeah. So um, what's yeah. The, what are y'all playing after this? Um, what are we playing? I don't know. I think we'll mural win. Discuss maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that we have it. Per- we haven't decided yet. Could be, could be Daikatana. Yeah. Could be Meroin. Maybe there's another option. Those are those are like the two of the games that are coming up. Yeah, that we got to do. Um, okay. I almost feel like we should do Daikatana yeah, and then yeah. do the rest of them as as all because then we have nothing left. Which but, we probably uh, won't games. be playing too much <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we're playing all of them? <laughs> no, I mean Daikatana. No, all. Also Todd Howard games. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can skip those two. <laughs> um, I've been interested to at least try uh, Morrowind or Oblivion. I'm getting more and more interested every time just because there are, are so many funny things that can happen. It might not be like the most mm-hmm. philosophically interesting or gameplay yeah. dense or whatever, but it seems like a fun place to walk around in. Yeah, I least. think I think if you invested some time in them, you'd, you'd be able to find something mm-hmm. you like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you and I've, have you played? Uh, you said New Vegas, but none. Yeah, I've I just like played. I, Skyrim, I know, right? like, bit. yeah, I did a playthrough of Skyrim back way back before I even did Souls games. It was on my Switch, and I was it, like, it went, I remember that it went completely through me. I don't remember a single <laughs> second of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's kind yeah. of the Skyrim experience. I feel like to some extent. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't leave much of an impression on me. But I mean, I would be interested in trying the the earlier mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played Oblivion, but I for some reason I feel like you'd enjoy that because it seems yeah. like I get the impression that it kind of has the best of both worlds, where it's like a better role playing game, but it's, it has like most of the um, kind of just gameplay niceness and little, sure, th- yeah. little touches of Skyrim that make it feel all modern and very fun and responsive. Yeah. Because Meroin's not really responsive in in that way. Yeah, it seems like a jank a fest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I yeah. feel like... Anyway. But I want I really want to try it with all the mods because mm. there's tons of mods that make it more modern and yeah, I wonder if that that's would what make I've it heard. Like, an I- the ideal Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. I saw a video of someone talking about like playing Skyrim in 2022 and it's like... 60 plus different mods <laughs> to just make it a completely yeah, different uh-huh. thing. Um, I've seen some of those. And that's yeah. cool. Uh, but at that point, I feel like it, you should have remade the game if that's as much tweaks as it needs yeah. to be good. Oh, they have. They definitely. Have. I mean, like, they've, rele- <laughs> they've, they've re-released the game like three times. Like, I know. But they haven't they remade, remade it. They, they haven't re-released really it about 20 it. times. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep on fixing, making yeah. the water look slightly prettier. Yeah, it looks, slapping the it looks literally consoles. no different, I feel like, every single time. Yeah, I, yeah, I get the same I remember when it like, came out on Switch. Every time. Like, it was like the definitive, or something like that. 
something edition. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember looking at the comments on Reddit or something, and people were just like, this game runs like two like frames per second on my Switch. Like, why did they <laughs> yeah. even release this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it's it was weird. It was, it, was, uh, it was a very gray, yeah. murky game. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> they had already released it on Switch. Anyway. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, truly. It's 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 a challenge to put anything on Switch these. Yeah. Well anyway, but anyway. that's that's <laughs> that's Deus Ex. <laughs> that yeah. was fun. Deus um, Ex. Thank you for listening. Oh what a oh that's such a relief to know this episode <laughs> is over. That's like <laughs> such a way <laughs> released. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I still I am yeah. I'm, I'm uh, still baffled because like y- we all three kind of agreed about everything on the game, <laughs> but you still hate it, and I still <laughs> loved it. Yeah, it's hard that's, for me. That's a really it's good hard point. for me to tell where the friction is. I think, I think I well, mm. we will continue to see as the season progresses. But I feel like part of yeah. like this season has been discovering like where Tim and I's like tastes in games diverges. Sometimes like wildly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes not as much. After, but, yeah. yeah, after playing System Shock and then Deus Ex, like I've kind of decided what I like, and like Immersive Sims is like all of it. Mm. So <laughs> I want to play everything yeah. in in the category. Yeah. But so yeah, I guess thank you for giving me the opportunity to learn <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm gonna play System Shock too after this. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's great. Well, cool. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll be yeah. back uh, maybe with the Daikatana next or maybe something else. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Thanks yeah, for being yeah, here. Yeah. Thanks for joining uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, wait, wait, Devin, Devin, rescind that bye bye. I think oh, Matthew oh, deserves oh, the honors. Oh, you, oh, you want me to say bye bye? Oh, oh, Sorry. That's, yeah, that's, that's the show's it. catchphrase. <laughs> Oh, that was your rescinding yeah, yeah. sound effect. Uh, Going backwards. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I just go. Back into so, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you wanted? That's really good. That's exactly what I wanted. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> oh, actually, no. That one was what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to cut off the audio file before we can get stop recording. <laughs> okay, do one more. One more, and then it's over. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>